0: From a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine. And everything in between. This is Legends Look Back.
1: So I don't know for sure if this will have already happened by the time you're watching this or listening to it. But I'm hoping that I'll be able to uh, unveil my Gonk Droid build video. Uh, Before this video goes live uh, as a project I'm working on for probably months at this point, but definitely all day yesterday (laughs) between, you know, letting uh, coats of paint dry. And I'm hoping that, you know, the next, the live show we do, he will be debuted over here behind me. And it got me wondering, uh, are there any like shining gonk droid moments in Legends? Is is there ever like a, a scene that a gonk droid really steals the show? Trevor, you're our like expert trivia person in terms of like knowing things that nobody else knows. And uh, quite honestly, the things that nobody has any business knowing, but you know them anyway. Can you think of any uh, big
0: gonk droid scenes in Star Wars? So you're going to invite me on the show and then put me on the spot about gonk droids? Yeah. Oh, dude. Um, No. <laughs> i have no <laughs> gonk droid trivia coming to mind at any, all not a single thing if anybody out there has any good gonk moments let me
1: know i'm i'm desperately in search of a name for this little fella um so I, i'm open to names we could even do a contest rick we could talk about this you know behind the scenes um we could run a contest for who helps who's got the best name for the gonk droid right now my best my best name idea is scarface because uh, I cracked his face
0: under his eye. <laughs> but, just, uh, there, is a, there is a reference in that new Hunter's Battle for the Arena book for oh. gonk rock. Okay. So there's a musical genre called gonk rock. Yeah. Whether uh, that's played by gonks, inspired by gonks, featuring <laughs> gonks, I don't know. There's so many questions. Yeah.
1: I imagine uh. they'd be really good at headbanging because all they can do <laughs> is just like kind of rock back and forth. Um yeah. mine if this is this has been a maddening project. I kind of thought oh this looks easy. Watch some other YouTube videos. People do it in five minutes in a YouTube video. Nope. Yeah. Take, it has Dude. taken it has taken months. But I think <clears throat> I think I'm close. Sweet. So I would you know. like to put forth uh geo I could call him geo. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. Geo, um, like stellan geos. Sure. Or Geode G- um, oh, okay all right we're, yeah. we're circling the landing field so listeners yeah. let me let me know out there and also if the video already came out um i'll take the gonk droid will take your praise but none of your criticism because mm. this thing has been maddening but i've learned some lessons let me be the first to say great job man you did excellent Thank That was an excellent video it. great build yeah i
0: it's I, the I, best I, gonk
1: droid i've ever seen ever Trevor Lucas lucasfilm you've been in the star wars fandom longer than Rick and myself, maybe the two of us combined. I know, I don't know how old Star Wars is. Easy, is that, that, may not, yeah. <laughs> that may not quite add up. But have you ever attempted any
0: like build projects? No, I, I have no DIY skills at all. Whatsoever. None. <laughs> well, we are, however, going to get to pick your
1: brain about your real area of expertise, which is neither gonk droids nor handyman projects. Um, <laughs> instead, we are going to talk all about the short stories and minutiae surrounding this season of legends look back the ancient history of the galaxy far far away so without further ado oh, rick nope 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 i gotta gotta what? back you up there you said what? the schwartz you said schwartz stories and so now no, i'm thinking no. baseballs and Shorts schwartz s- trust in the schwartz stories. short stories. stories trust in the schwartz okay now we can go i do love me some space balls <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Legends Look Back, proudly part of the Utini Podcast Network. This is the Star Wars Books Podcast for people who only know what time their shows are because you did your research in TV Guide Magazine, where we mm. celebrate our rich EU history as well as dive into lesser-known Star Wars classics. And boy, are we ever going to do that today because I'm Jared Mays, and I'm joined by uh, a legendary guest from... The hit show, the Star Wars Archives, the Welchman with a holocron for a brain, the keeper
0: of the timelines himself, Mr. Trevor Davy. How are you, Trevor? Thanks for having me, Jared. It's been a while since I've been on the show, like over a year, maybe. You did I did like a guest
1: spot video? Like we gave top ten. Yeah, that might have been a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might have been. <laughs> uh, not do we think, but a ever. pleasure as always. <laughs> I would say, I would say, Rick. You know, you. We're not on the show in the early, early days. Rick, Rick race. Our producer is here today. Welcome Rick. Hello, Rick. You know, here's my working hypothesis. Legends look back would have failed. Mm. Had it not been for Trevor saving our butts on two separate occasions, his first two appearances. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not just trying to butter you up because I'll be honest (laughs) with you. We've known each other long enough at this point where I'll just, I'll tell you what I think. Um, the, your first two appearances on Legends Look Back saved the show because you know we were struggling, we we're trying to figure it out, and um, it was a struggle, we'll say that much. And uh, when you came on, I mean, those you did a Death Star episode,
0: yeah, what was the other one? I can't remember, Ooh, I can only remember the Death yeah. Star one. It was great, I mean, people loved it. Plague, <laughs> was was, we can't remember what it was, but I'm Darth sure Plagueis. it was great,
1: yeah. Uh, we did the, the Plagueis Roundtable, um, those are. Two of our most uh, highly beloved episodes ever. So if you're bored, go back and listen to Trevor's earlier appearances on Legends Look Back. Glad to have you here. Glad to dive into it. Um, What Trevor doesn't know, Rick, is that uh, we're actually not here to talk about Star Wars at all. This is instead a religious intervention. Hey! (laughs) Doing a podcast with two ministers. Right, Uh, about time, it's probably overdue. (laughs) We're gonna get all of Trevor's opinions on religion for the next hour. Ready? (laughs) Yeah, we'll save that for celebration. Yeah, I'm gonna get canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Probably have to have a few drinks for that one. Oh, I I asked, you know, a celebration, like, hey, what'd y'all talk about at the bar? And Oz, with like a deeply scarred look in his eyes, said, You don't want (laughs) to (laughs) know. Well, hey, Trevor, tell the good folks about some of the awesome content that's hitting the airwaves over on the Star Wars archives. Just this past Thursday night, live on the show, I mentioned, like, hey, you know, Trevor's going to be on. And somebody said, how do I find that? How do I listen? And I didn't tell them because I didn't see the comment. But if you're still listening, Trevor's going to tell you.
0: I I did watch that this morning, Jared. Before coming on, I did watch that. So quick sales plug, sales pitch for the Star Wars archives. So we are a Patreon exclusive, kind of show so we go live on patreon every other sunday followed by a general release three months later um so we've had some great episodes lately we've had martin fisher on who was the author of half the comics of uh, the rebels comics that got bundled by dark horse recently we did a 30 years too late deep dive into the throne table with uh, jose and jacob who'd only just read it we've had chris kempshaw come on author of history and politics and Styles, talk about oh, Ander, yeah, Mm. Um, and dropping, well, the latest episode by the time this goes out is we finally decide or we finally discover the real truth about force ghosts. Are oh. they ghosts or not? Yes, it's very we, look, scientific. Very well. We unite!
1: I can't wait. That's good. I have to round up all of my spiritual besties to listen to that one. Um, <laughs> the gonna have to channel the ancestral plane. Oh We've... man, I was just talking to my my wife about this yesterday. Going off script here for a bit. Uh, I saw something about uh, how Samuel L. Jackson was just interviewed again about, uh, you know, hey, you ever going to get Mace Windu back in Star Wars? <laughs> and I'm not going to do a Samuel L. Jackson impression, though I did think about it for a split second there. Oof. Um, He he basically told Josh Horowitz, he said, listen, the only person I've, I've talked to about this who could actually make it happen is Bryce Dallas Howard, who directs some episodes of The Mandalorian. And I said, hook a brother up. So I... <laughs> I appreciate that he has he has pitched this and I told it to my wife and she said, yeah, sure. Why not? And I said, no, I'm firmly against it. You can't just have every single dead character come back in Star Wars. And she Mm -hmm. said, you've already got like 90 percent of them back. You know, why not do Mace Windu? That could be fun. And I said, yeah, you know, you've got a point there. You've got a point there. What do you think, Trevor? is uh, is Is he a force ghost out there? I mean, he's dead by the time of Rise of Skywalker, because we get his voice. Uh, I like that you have it pinned down in the timeline.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here and there, he might be dead, but we know he's definitely dead then. He's dead then. <laughs> um, I, th- I think we're guaranteed to see him again. It's, it's too good. It's too good an opportunity. Yeah.
1: So what oh, you're uh, saying is, in the voice of Mace Windu, I'm not dead yet. Nailed it. Absolutely. There it is. Yep, there it is. 100%. <laughs> absolutely nailed it well we're not here to talk about forest oh, ghosts you can listen to their most recent episode of the star wars archives if you want to hear all about that we are however here to talk about the ancient era of legends mm. we're doing um specifically this season on legends look back dawn of the jedi i blanked tales of the jedi mm-hmm. and lost tribe of the sith so uh, trevor first and foremost what are your thoughts on this era i mean you're somebody who likes the timeline stuff n- nailing things down this goes way back I mean, farther back than they probably ever had any business going um nevertheless it's rife for you know mining it for historical nuggets um what would you think about these stories you know when they were first published and how they've held up in the meantime
0: um i think dawn of a jedi the comic series is great but it's john ostrander and i yeah. don't think the guy ever wrote a bad comic he does um, the novel i'm fairly indifferent on um yeah. the tales of the jedi series now we're talking mid early mid 90s dark yeah. horse it's it's random it's very different <laughs> but you know star wars was finding its feet why not um and then lost tribe of a sith i absolutely love i think it was bold and brave did something completely different and it's John Jackson Miller, again, doesn't miss. Now, Trevor, do you think that Lost Tribe of the Sith is great because it's just short stories? Short stories. I think the concept (laughs) and everything, (laughs) and the way it ties into, you know, stuff that happens thousands of years later, it was a great initiative. I wish they'd done more with it. Yeah. You know it is I think
1: uh, a legend sleeper hit. I think a lot of folks yep. haven't haven't even tried out uh, the Lost Tribe of the Sith maybe because it was in the late era of the legends timeline in terms of the the publishing timeline. Lost Tribe of the Sith is very early in the actual galaxy far far away time This is Rick, please just cancel me from the show. this is <laughs> I'm in over my head woo all right, so <laughs> that was fun, and uh I guess is just doing me now, so uh yep I'm, we can make this work. Okay, I'm back. He's back. He's back. All right, I was worried. He put (laughs) me back in the right square and everything. Good. Um, Uh, So it's great. You know, absolutely is one of my favorites. I have a very fond memory of that was the book that I was reading when the Force Awakens came out, and so hmm. I had to get to the theater early to get a good seat because I was going to see the marathon uh, of all seven in a row. Nice. And I wanted to I want to have prime real estate for that. And so I brought I've got a picture of me like with the most giddy, excited look on my face possible. Just unbelievably amped for the Force Awakens, wearing my Star Wars shirt, stormtrooper belt buckle holding Lost Tribe of the Sith, the collected stories. That nice. has no business being in you know the the movie theater for the Force Awakens. It just <laughs> could not be farther apart in terms of tone or content, but everything. Yeah, it's it's cemented in stone as one of. I'll have to throw it up in the Discord. It's a great pick. anybody would say so myself. So um we are piecing together all the bonus content surrounding these titles, and we're mining for the nuggets of gold that mm. might enhance our experience. Um, I and I've, I've played around with three different titles for this episode, Trevor. You get to choose your least favorite, and that's the one we're choosing. Um, Trevor, I'm unsure exactly what to title this segment. It's either going to be called. Trevor time. It's going to be called Trevor's trunk of fun. If we really want to alliterate, we could call it Trevor's trunk of tricks. That's that's a little Ooh. much, don't you think? Or <sighs> hmm,
0: Trevor's trash pile. Ooh. Uh, hey, don't forget. I mean, this uh, is-
1: this is episode... I'm not a fan of
0: my name being in any of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's that, Rick? I was going to say this is episode 123,
1: one, two, three. Oh. So you got to do something with that. Ah, back to school, getting schooled by the keeper of the timelines. Uh, let us know, folks, what would yeah. have been the, the optimal title, or That's perhaps right. the least optimal, just to you know make sure that Trevor feels nice and appreciated here. On Legends, <laughs> look back, but basically we've asked you to throw up a handful of uh, short stories or comics, you know, some sort of ancillary material that um, that surround the Dawn of the Jedi, Tales of the Jedi, um, Lost Tribe era, and you did not disappoint. In fact, uh, got a great list of stories that we're going to dive into. Uh, so tell us what you picked out for us. Um, let's start off with uh, the Dawn of the Jedi tie-in.
0: I mean, firstly, I went. I went fairly soft on you guys. I chose quite quite obvious ones. I was thinking to myself, oh. how far down this rabbit hole do I go? Um, but I thought I kind of grabbed the obvious. Um, so the first one then is Dawn of the Jedi, uh, The Adventures of Lannery Brock, Jedi Ranger, because they pronounced Jedi differently right. back in those days. Um, but this is a really weird one. It's basically a diary entry. It's set between a couple of opening chapters of the Dawn of a Jedi book. But it was only ever published on a website called kindlepost.com. I, I've never, never really heard of this. Any, me neither. Um, <laughs> I think it must have had it must have had a news article on starwars.com or something. Because they used to publish these things in all sorts of places. It was obviously hype and promo for the book. But it's never been collected anywhere. It's never been in a book. It's never been in a magazine. And it's just a really weird one-off sort of angle
1: yeah so i I took a look at this and um this basically is set between chapters two and three of dawn of the jedi into the void and so she's starting off on the mission and it's kind of an internal monologue first person sort of uh just a couple of pages it's not substantial um this also by tim levin the author of the book and it's kind of you know uh, promoting um you know what this book is going to be gives you a little taste of it in some ways. I found the prose in this more accessible than the book itself. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's the first person thing. I felt a little bit more connected to Lannery who feels very aloof in the book. Um, yeah. And so, so this was very welcome when you told me within seconds of asking Trevor on the show, he said, Oh, I've got something that was published on Kindle post blog. <laughs> and I said, sure all right just throw it in the drive yeah, and i'll go, read it go for that yeah yeah <laughs> excellent you did not even hesitate um you know this story really i think gives it does fit alongside some of the others that we're going to talk about as well in the sense that it doesn't necessarily flesh out the era as much as it gives deeper connection to the characters um who are in the stories themselves
0: and that's that's always been my my favorite kind of Star Wars short story, Star Wars short story. It's the stuff that it might be throwaway, but it just adds context to the wider universe. It gives it more of a sense that these things did happen because somebody was just recording a diary. So yes, you've got the events that happen in the book, but now you've got just a little bit of more meat on the bones of that character.
1: Oh, hey, that reminds me. In the book, she has a copy of a journal of a Jedi, Jedi, who failed on a mission in the old city. I forget his name. And so every chapter begins with a quote from um, this dead dude's diary. And then at the very end of the book, the, the diary that's referenced is no longer this ancient Jedi, but her brother. So she has her brother Dalian's diary, and we won't say anything about what happens to Dalian in this book, uh, in case the folks still want to be able to check it out. You won't get too spoilery. So this kind of rounds out the, the, the trilogy
0: of, of diaries related to Dawn of the Jedi. See, see what I mean? We do love our trilogies in Star Wars. I think it's quite humble that uh, she named her diary The Adventures of Lannery Brock, not just My Diary or My Journal. <laughs> 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 that's a good point. That's a yeah, good
1: that's point. right. That's right. Lando took some inspiration from Lannery. Is that what <laughs> yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Oh, the names are even similar. I just noticed that. Hmm. synergy love it so there's (laughs) one more dawn of the jedi story that you didn't like you know recommend to us because it was a little too obvious however i do want to at least highlight it briefly here and that is dawn of the jedi eruption by um fan favorite writer john ostrander
0: right Mm. so what is this story trevor so this came in star wars insider 141 now it's actually a pair of short stories for dawn of the jedi Insider 142 had one called Dark Matters, but that was actually an excerpt from a novel, but dressed up as a original short story. So it hmm. doesn't count. Uh, it's just an interesting fact. Um oh, cool. but this is I believe this is John Ostrander's only prose in the Star Wars universe. You know, he's oh, done wow. a ton of that. comics. Yeah. I think it's his only text.
1: I just us to, to dig into that. That's cool. That's cool. So, what's great about this story? Did you get a chance to check this one out, Rick? Um, I don't think so. Not this one. This one so if you do the audiobook of Dawn of the Jedi, oh, of the okay. Void, this is actually one of the only short stories that I know of, Trevor, correct me if I'm wrong, that's actually included as a tag at the end of a full release unabridged Star Wars audiobook. Then yes, I've not had, many. most of it. Yeah, this, this is kind of a bridge between the comics and the novel, which I appreciate it for that. So it stars mm-hmm. Lannery, but she's out on a mission with the protagonist from the novel. I believe we've got an image of him looking fine. We got Hawk Ryo, um, which what is a cool. great name. Because I actually had a hawk start circling the chickens out in my backyard as That's... I was listening to this. Mm. So once again, the synergy is strong with this. With there this it set. is. That's right. I, I love that he's a, t- a Twi'lek with a soul patch. And only two leku that's right, yeah the, <laughs> the, the tree sauna in the book has has three leku, which is which they're very clear about the fact that it's just gross, and it ought not to be, but the uh, the soul patch, though you're right, is definitely it's working. is it grosser than a third leku, I think so, yeah, maybe, but <laughs> it gives character, right, it makes them unique it does so this this short story follows both Lannery and Hawk Ryo trying to save like a like a princess who. Does it want to get married? And uh, then there's some poisoning. It's a great little story. Hmm. It, it's concise. Um I, I think it's I think it's well worth people's time. And it might be the most accessible out of all of these because it's included in the back of the paperback, uh, the original paperback release of Dawn of the Jedi into the void. And um it's in one insider 141, which is recent enough where it shouldn't be hard to to find. I know a lot of people's library systems have those. Uh, both in print or perhaps digitally through overdrive or, or yeah. um, what does the Kindle version me, have? Does it have uh, eruption or does it have the one that the hardcover has? That's a great question. I I'll I don't go. know. I'll, I'll <laughs> see. Trevor knows a lot of things though. Trevor might know.
0: I, I don't know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. What he does know, however, is a great tie in uh, actually kind of a series of tie-ins to tales of the Jedi. What do we have here? Third on the docket today, Trevor.
0: Okay, so this was great. Anyone who listens to the Star Wars archives know that I bang on about West End Games' contribution to the overall Star Wars lore that we know and love today. And this is no exception. So this is from the Tales of a Jedi Companion. Uh, so West End Games released a bunch of these source books as reference material to be used in their D6, D20, one of them I don't really gain, role-playing game. And they all contain loads of either new short stories or little bits of fiction, vignettes, so much good stuff. And Mm. this, again, is no exception. So not only does it include a really long short story, a good five or six page short story called Tales from the Dark Side, which I could have chosen, but I didn't because it doesn't really tie into the Tales of a Jedi comics that well, despite being in the same era. However, underneath the character biographies, which are normally made up of history and stats, this particular source book has these little snippets of original fiction for a couple of characters throughout, um, but does tie directly into the comic story. Yeah, uh, that actually reminds me. I've got uh, the
1: Dark Empire source book that uh, now that I've got. there's some great stuff in there. uh, uh, It's it's hard to put it down. I mean, there's some great material in here. Some color (laughs) illustrations. I mean... This is a gem. Oh, man. Fantastic. So I straight love away,
0: these... one of my favorites from a Dark Empire one is it's got a transcript of the hearing where Han Solo has to go to the tribunal because his friend Mako Spins blew up the moon from a Han Solo trilogy. Oh, <laughs> So it
1: ties into something that has nothing to do with Dark Empire.
0: That's but Mako Spence is in Dark Empire. Because oh, that's, that's right. Yep. Hand visits with the hologram oh, dual base. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, these are these are cool because they'll just be
1: in these little squares. And so this one is like the origin of Force storms. Nice. Um, it doesn't actually help make Force Force storms make any sense, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. All right. So stupid question for you, Trev. Um, <clears throat> I've not dove too deeply into the source books because i don't have time yeah to get into the actual role playing games but what i'm hearing is that they're great for just little snippets of fiction or they're great for world building is that correct
0: yeah absolutely i've never played a role playing game in my life okay um but just just the amount of pure fiction in these books is incredible and some some of it is just like you said, world building, completely throw away. The one you just held up, the Rebel Alliance sourcebook, yeah. there might be a couple there that tie into the overall story, but you'll just be able to, you know, it might be a random Rebel attack or something to do with an Imperial character. There'll be all sorts of weird stuff in there.
1: I love the like the fleet combat, battle line maneuvers, and all that. And this one,
0: yep, you'll oh, get loads of that as well. You know, oh, just man. information. Yeah. Oh, man,
1: I just heard Rick say fleet combat battle maneuvers, and he is <laughs> grinning. he's grinning <laughs> ear to ear. I'm worried that it's going to pop outside <laughs> of the frame of yeah. uh, his shot here with the camera <laughs> on the, uh, the live video. So this, these stories came out in 1996, and we've collected four of them here uh, to be discussed here for Legends okay. to Look Back. The first one, Trevor, I, I feel a special connection to this one. Do you, you know why? Go and tell this, me. The Queen Aminoah story was one that I was selected to read for a bedtime story on uh, the Star Wars Archives.
0: Yes! Oh. Now, now this is one that does stick in my mind. I'll be honest, I sent you these stories. I have not reread them. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love because it. I, I know enough. But the Queen Aminel one is always the one that really stands out. Because it literally leads right in to a certain panel from the story. It's yeah. like the next scene.
1: And I would add that I think all four of these are about villains, or at least three out of the four. I have to take a look here. Uh, it really adds depth to the villains because, in true '90s comic book fashion, the, the villains in mm. the Tales of the Jedi series—they'll come in for an issue or three, and then they're gone. And you're kind of left like with villain of the week syndrome, <laughs> just lacking
0: a little well, bit believe, of substance. Is it um, is it King Adas who one of these stories is features? He's yeah. already comatose by the time we get into the storyline of the comics.
1: Sure. Mm. So we
0: don't really. Uh, the, it's for the Queen's husband, is not it? He's already oh, King, like, King mummified. Omen. Yeah, King yeah. Omen. Um, but through these stories, you find a, b- a bit more about how he was corrupted and kind of what put him in that situation. Right. Yeah. So these four stories are about Queen Emonoa, King Adas,
1: King Omen, and Warb Null. Um, let's let's go down the list here and say. Uh, which which of these is your favorite? Which of these stories? You said, Trev, that yours is the Queen Emanoa story. Uh, oh, 100%. Now, when I read this for Star Wars Archives, I was tempted to do a voice because... All right, I hope you appreciate this, Trev. I'm sure we've talked about it before. <laughs> I'm sure I will. In you know, as somebody who appreciates some of the ancillary material and things that nobody else really knows about... There are audio dramas of Tales of the Jedi and Dark Lords of the Sith. Yes. Some old school legends, audio dramas. And I mean, I love these things. There's also a couple for, um, the dark forces trilogy and dark empire. And I cannot tell you how many dozens of times I've listened to these. I have never listened to them. Dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens. They're tough to track down these days. They're, they, they've become quite rare. They used to be available on Audible 10 years ago, mm. uh, around 2013, 14, and they're not anymore. Mm. And, and so, you know, you got to do some digging around the internet. Pop in the Discord uh, and throw us a message if you're trying to track them down, and we can, we can try to help you out there to see if we can find them. Uh, yeah. But Queen Emanoa, in true, you know, audio drama fashion, they go, they go big with the mm. voices, uh, almost too big. they're they're very exaggerated the voice for queen emma noah i'll have to find an audio clip and throw it in the discord it's like so it's like a 80 year old smoker lady kind of voice
0: is it full Um, wicked witch of the west
1: oh yeah hardcore um (laughs) and i i was really thinking about committing hard to that voice when i recorded the bedtime story
0: and so everybody out there can thank me for not doing that Yes. It should be on YouTube. If you want to hunt it down, you should find that <laughs> okay, on my okay. YouTube channel. Love it. Love it. I did
1: not I did not go full into the voice, but I gave it a, a decent performance. It's a great story. Uh, how about you, Rick? Which of these was your favorite? Queen Amanoa, King Adas, King Omen, and Warb Null. Yeah. So <clears throat> I knew nothing about any of these. You will <laughs> and, in a few in a few weeks. And yeah, and I, I had only read the novel, you know, Into the Void. And so I knew nothing about the era. Um, and you messaged me last night and said, what is this? What are we doing? And and I've just started reading Tales of the Jedi volume two that deals with like some of these names. And so I had no clue, uh, (laughs) what any of these vignettes were about. They were interesting. Uh, but let's see. Um, scrolling through it. Um, okay. The second one, King Adas's story. I think I could follow it more than the others. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great reason. Yeah. So I'll go with that one. All right, hey! I think we've got an image of King Adas. He's um, kind of yeah. looks like a kind of looks like a frog samurai. Yeah. So love him for that. Ooh. Yeah. Shout out to King Adas, looking hardcore there. I I don't remember a ton about him, so I want to dive back into him with with Tales of the Jedi. This is some good some good backstory for a character who I felt like in the comic you're left you're left wanting a little bit. So this, this is this was the one with the initiates who have like this. Uh, this what's it called a um, like a ceremony kind of thing going on. And it was just very ominous. I think my favorite of the four is the third story. So this one is about how King Omen comes under the influence of Nagasato. And so Mm -hmm. that's Nagasato. I mean, this is one of those characters in star Wars who, I mean, he's haunting everybody, this sucker. I mean, how many folks come under his influence? Him and Exar Kun Uh need to have like a, a ghost off. Like a, like a riff-off for Oof. ghosts. Yeah, that's a good idea. They they are always possessing everybody left and right. And so um, the way the story ends, it's so beautifully written. Uh, so he, he thinks like, okay, I've got all this power now. And then he discovers I'm powerless. Like I can't move. I'm in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> I have power, but like it's – Nad gets to do everything, and I've I just – a vessel. And so it says Nad made a deep staccato sound that Omen could only guess was laughter. Mm. The dark side does not come without its price, the Sith spirit said. You have power over the Force, but in exchange, you have lost power over your own body. Nad had warned him of the dark side's initiation tithe a decade ago when his training had begun. He couldn't remember whether he had chosen to accept that price or whether he had purposely stealed it away in the recesses of his memory. It didn't matter now, anyway he had finally reached his goal listen to this the dark side belonged to him unfortunately he belonged to the dark side as well Ooh, that's so cool a, that's oh A-tier. man that
0: yeah.
1: is great i you know i will admit trevor with a lot of these short stories <laughs> i'm always like yeah yeah i didn't need that
0: this one this one hit Hmm. Well, there's about there's at least 10 in the Tales of a Jedi Companion oh, cool. for various characters. So hmm. a lot of the a lot of the Jedi have got them. Um Os Willems got one. There's there's a ton in there. So the other thing I wanted to point out, I didn't pass this along because you specifically asked for sort of four things, yeah. but I want to shout out the reference book Jedi versus Sith: Essential Guide to the Force. Oh. Because that is a lot of that is written in universe. Cool. And you get all these holocron recordings. And there's a ton of those written by characters from the Tales, um Tales of oh. the Jedi series as well. So I'm just That's looking on my own know. little looking on my own little spreadsheet here. So uh like yeah, I probably master- should read that then, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's master- got
1: it. <laughs> I'm looking for it. I'm like uh, yeah, staring off no. into my reference bookshelf. Dude, right here, first thing I turn to the resurrection of Kun. No way. Uh, there you yeah, go. It's, yep. So, so now the just has uh, got his
0: own, got his own interview. Master Thorn's got his own sort of hardcore recording. Uh, Some of those go. do just summarize the events of the comics, but others, you know, again, it's original fiction. Cool.
1: I have to check that out. I'm actually supposed to be writing a piece for you, I'm pretty sure it's overdue um, <laughs> by this point about in-universe nonfiction. So that uh, those Oh, I love that. I'm There's so much. I'm, I'm, I'm bored out of my mind. I'm bored out of my mind trying to write this thing. So uh, oh, you two, you two can tag team it. It's oh gonna be man, great. I'll send yeah. you my outline. I've got a whole like reference shelf that is one is like, uh, yeah, it's in universe reference material, and then the, just like the the regular Muggle version. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, this, this could be is... a better term.
0: Come on, I know this is how far down the rabbit hole I was looking at for this episode. Is that In the old Republic video game, one of the collectibles in that game, the big MMORPG game, one of the collectibles are these things called codecs, which are little text files. Mm. So some of them will give you like history lessons or, you know, tell you something about a character or whatever. But there's also little snippets of fiction that you can collect in the game. Wow. And this is original fiction. Some of it's in universe documents, you know, diaries and again, or whatnot. Some of them are actual. Six or seven line stories. Hmm. Hey, but along... because you Go talk ahead. tales of a Jedi, a dawn of a Jedi, and not the old Republic, I I thought right, I'd leave that one out. We're we're hoping to do that in the fall. Um, okay, so
1: we'll come back to it. Speaking of, um, in game like items that uh, actually tell a story, like journal entries. Now that leads us to, let's skip on down to uh, the, the comic. Let's talk about Star Wars Tales number 23. The story, yeah, my cat is up on my shoulder. She's really peeved that, <laughs> uh... that I'm in her chair. So <laughs> I, I like to pretend like it's my Salamari. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's Star Wars Tales number 23. There's theres three or four stories collected in that. And uh, the first story there is called Shadows and light. So, mm-hmm. Rick, give us the rundown. What is this? Uh, let's see. Star Wars Tales 23, Shadows and Light. Author is Joshua Ortega. Artist, Dustin Weaver. Um, the note here says first appearance. What yeah, I didn't, finish, I didn't feel it, finish filling that out. The first appearance of the, the story this references actually comes from the video game Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, there's these these journal entries, data pads, that you pick up as you go and you learn throughout the game. It's a side quest sort of thing. It's not all that important um, that there were these three Jedi who were off on a mission hunting Torrentotex.
0: Oh. So I'm so book. glad you had to say that before me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ruin my pronunciation. <laughs>
1: well, I was, I was reading this comic earlier today, and my four-year-old was like, what are you reading? And I was like, I'll read it to you. Big mistake. It's super <laughs> dark. This story <laughs> <Yeah>. goes hard. <laughs> oh, man. It goes so hard. And it's really cool because, Trevor, I don't know. Maybe we can cross this bridge later this year if we do a co-tour spotlight. I don't know if a ton of books or comics that really tie in well to the video game, Knights of the Old Republic, even though it's one of the most beloved properties of all time um, with Star Wars. You got
0: the Revan book. And- there is surprisingly little. There's more... Since the Old Republic came out, because somehow they had to mesh for two stories of the ultimate Sith Emperor that was somehow never mentioned in Knights of the Old Republic or any other Star Wars media. They had to make it that work. Yeah, So there is a bit that's come out that does help bridge the gap between KOTOR and everything else that happened. Yeah, and this this is a great
1: bridge story between the Tales of the Jedi era, the Tales of the Jedi comics, and the game Knights of the Old Republic. Um, you've got these three uh, Jedi apprentices. I think we've got an image here of of one of them hunting the uh, which is cool. Tech. We need to start saying that, Rick, uh, during their vocal warm-ups, getting ready for the show every Thursday night. Torrentotech. Tech yeah, Ticked
0: yeah. off Tech.
1: And so this, at it, the very culmination of the story the one last injured torrente tech she comes up against that uh, there's there's that there's a tragic
0: love story involved Well, there's was a keldroma that we haven't met before <laughs> yeah and
1: his robes are are an acquirable item in game hmm. um and so he's got like flashbacks to or or visions i guess they're flash forwards to uh the revan malik Bastila conflict and it's a cool story. It's really cool. I think Star Wars Tales
0: gets a bad rep for being the weirdest Star Wars ever. There are I mean, some silly moments, but there's also moments of pure genius like this. This is cool. This is... Uh, and the art. We need to talk about the art because the art is incredible, which is Dustin Weaver, who did a ton of KOTOR.
1: <gasps> oh, 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 yeah. This is just occurring to me that it's the same. I looked at it in the you know on paper. It says Dustin Weaver, but now I'm just... I'm just now making the connection Hmm. that it's that Dustin Weaver. Uh, This is phenomenal art. There's a, there's a whole page that's um, just Kashyyyk and he nails it. Uh, The under levels of Kashyyyk. It's beautiful. The greens. Ah, fantastic. So Hmm. um, there's our comic. There's one last story that we're going to discuss and then we're going to play a little game and I'm very excited about that. And that is fate of the Jedi imprint. Rick, what is Fate of the Jedi imprint? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, This was written by Christy Golden. We've heard her name quite a bit. She's written a lot. Uh, First appearance was in the 2009 official Star Wars fan club membership kit. Um, slash BanthaTracks slash Hyperspace. In the research I was doing for this, I couldn't find out which of those it was published (laughs) on. Because I found three different things in three different (laughs) places where it was published.
0: So the fan club used to be called BanthaTracks. Sorry, Uh, BanthaTracks was the name of the newsletter that came with the fan club. All right. When the official website put up a paywall called Hyperspace, you had to join the fan club to get access to Hyperspace. Okay. So hyperspace was just the name of the paywall essentially gotcha. but to get a physical copy of this story you had to be a member of the fan club i mean every year you would get like a little welcome kit and in there you'd have your physical copy of this story in a little pamphlet which i believe ah. is the only place it ever saw print i don't believe it was even reprinted on the website and a lot of that stuff isn't on the website at all anymore. right right uh a lot of times the best place to
1: look is a you got to know a guy uh i'm looking at it right <laughs> here Um, anytime i'm trying to track down something weird uh, i've just i shoot trevor a message before i even go to the wook you message trevor that's what you do hop Mm -hmm. over in that uh that utini discord and hit up uh darth obscurus Uh, however the wook does have good backup links on a lot of these stories yeah so they're they're fairly easy to find for the (laughs) most part however this is cool because correct me if i'm wrong here trevor didn't you at one point acquire a physical
0: copy of this thing and I, that was my original from being a member of the fan club. I oh, had this yeah. when it came out. This story is the reason I joined the fan club <laughs> because I knew it was going to be an exclusive.
1: Oh, now this is a great story. Christy golden, um, is an author who I really enjoy. Her prose is just very readable. It's not too technical. Um, you can binge through a Christy golden story in a day, especially this one It's seven pages long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it took Rick all week, but hey. Um, it... <laughs> I'm actually looking it up right now to see how rare this is. Fate of the Jedi.
0: I think you're talking about $30, $40. I think that's about the going rate. For a seven. But they don't come up very often. A seven-page story? Are you
1: serious? That's crazy. This is well written, too. Um, so it tells a story of Sith Apprentice Vistara Kai, who's a great character established in the Fate of the Jedi series. I love Vistara. Um, she ends up uh, having a, a bit of a fling with uh ben skywalker so i love that luke's teenage son has a sith girlfriend and all the drama surrounding that is so juicy i love it Uh, say what you will about that series which oh good lord i've got opinions but all right um i'm confused (laughs) yeah Why are we talking about this story? Where does this fit on the timeline? So (laughs) it is a bit of a cheat. It is a
0: bit of a cheat. Jared asked me, right, Dawn of a Gedi, Tales of a Gedi, Lost Tribe of a Sith. Uh Like Jared said at the top of the show, Lost Tribe of a Sith is nothing more than seven short stories that take place over about 1,500, 2,000 years. It it takes place over a long period of time. Okay. There's nothing else to tie into them, Mm -hmm. except... Without spoiling the entire premise of Cross Current, which is a Legends book from far further down the timeline, I can't really talk anymore. Suffice to say, Vistarokai is a member of the Lost Tribe of the Sith, that you will be discussing at a later date. I see. Interesting. Yes. And what, to, in my humble opinion, it's one of the most exciting plot points that Star Wars Legends ever did without jumping the shark. It comes close, but we didn't quite do it. I gotcha. Man, there's so much. Every time I uh
1: catch an archives episode or just get to talk with you, I just I just want to pour into my books, you know, like all right, I gotta break them out, time to read them, time to just dig in, because there's so much more to learn.
0: And, l- uh, and like we were saying, Lost Tribe of the Sith is it's a bona fide classic. And it is lesser known because it wasn't it didn't get a big paperback release. It is the paperback is just the seven short stories that were right. published. I think they just got published on the official site over a space of about a year and a half. Hmm. Um, and they are John Jackson Miller, so you know the quality is going to be great. Yeah. And the the paperback just kind of got sneaked out there. But it's also become a really rare one to try and find without a legends banner in mass yeah. market paperback size. Yep. So yeah, it's it's there's it a lot to talk about with with that book alone. For sure. Imprint, the
1: short story itself, is um it's really good because it it tells of the Stara getting this UVAC, like her it's like a dragon sort of thing, and uh, how they hatch and there's a ceremony hmm. surrounding the Sith Apprentices choosing. It's like Game of Thrones. I was just thinking mm. of that. Uh, yeah. yeah, you just finished your, your bench. Yeah, don't no spoilers. Yeah, I was just for, to say, no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so this is cool. It's like the Sith kids are are vying for the dragon eggs, the UVAC and Hmm. They, they do play a, a part in the story and it bridges the timeline from Lost Drive of the Sith way back in the distance to Fate of the Jedi far forward. This is what I love about Legends. Legends. Um, and we're, we're working on it with canon. We're not there yet. There's plenty of time hmm. um, in Legends. We, we go way back and we go so far forward. And this story does both at the same time, <laughs> which is which is cool. It's brilliant. Yeah, that is cool. All right, so we've talked about the stories, Shadows and Light, Fate of the Jedi Imprint, The Tales of the Jedi Companion Vignettes, say that five times fast, Dawn of the Jedi Eruption, and Dawn of the Jedi, The Adventures of Lannery Brock, Jedi Ranger. Let's go down the list and give our favorite of these stories, Uh, and then we're going to play a game. Rick, you're up first. Um... I'm going to have to go with the only one I had any sort of context for, which would be uh, the Dawn of the Jedi eruption, just because I (laughs) knew the character. I knew what was going on. Yeah. The rest were just too, I couldn't connect with them, but they're great. I just didn't know the context. (laughs) I think once you've come back, we'll come back in two months. when We finished, please finished (laughs) Lost Tribe of the Sith and um, Tales of the Jedi. and See if they add more context. Oh, I'm sure. I'm excited about that.
0: Cool. Great. Great. Trev, how about you? I mean it's a tough choice because you got John Ostrandy, you got um Christy Golden, but I'm always gonna have to choose the West End game stuff, you know. Mm. That that's my hill, and I'm gonna champion it till the day <laughs> I die.
1: I think that, that King Omen story just it, it goes so hard at the end. But that the comic, the comic is so cool. Um, man, I, I love that you learn the history behind like how you got those those cool Keldrama robes, and so. Um, I like that a lot as well. Now, we're going to cut to a new segment here, and that is we played a game quite recently uh, on the show called Pixels. It's a game that Rick pulled up, and within uh, 24 hours of having finished the game, Trevor messaged me and says, okay, I've got to play that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, I considered it a challenge, Trev, that, that you know, I won when we played it live. No offense, Rick, but wow. uh, you were hosting it, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was hosting oh, it. So, another yeah. Yeah, but I it was a pretty it's pretty uh, resounding defeat of my co-hosts. Shout out to to Emily and <laughs> Freddie for you know letting me crush them. But I think it's gonna be harder against Trevor. Mm. Now, well, no offense to them, but we'll see. All right, so uh, Trevor has thrown down the gauntlet. We are going to play pixels now that we have finished sorting through Trevor's file of fun. Uh, we are going to have the once and for all Legends Cover Art Champion. Rick, describe exactly what this is for our audio listeners. Okay, yeah, so I've got some covers of, um, I think most, yeah, they're all Legends properties, uh, mostly books. There's some different age readers. Uh, I think there's a couple Ooh. of comics uh, that are mixed in, perhaps. I think there's at least one Dark Horse uh, okay. cover. Um, and yeah, they're I they're just random. Uh I found interesting looking covers from Google searching there's no <laughs> no mental process but what what they're going to see is a very heavily pixelated version of this cover and we'll gradually increase the amount of pixels that starts to bring the picture into clearer definition and we'll see who gets to guess the image first um yeah and Excellent. uh Jared, I probably should tell you. uh, Trevor and I were talking before the show, and I I thought about just giving him a cheat sheet with all the answers,
0: (laughs) just to sweep the floor with you. I I I turned him down, Jared. I said no. I couldn't possibly be so dishonorable. That's right. That's right. I would beat you anyway.
1: Actually, (laughs) my money's on Trev, but we'll see. We'll see how (laughs) it goes. Well, I just I just clicked that little button that made my my window full screen. So buckle up. Okay. (laughs) All right. Glasses are coming on are Actually, y'all ready I'm taking them back off <laughs> yeah <laughs> um mm. all right to get us warmed up here's a good one to start off you ready okay yes sir so they are the first one to guess it and i'll start adding the pixels in uh get some greens grays olives uh oh, a blue is that
0: republic mm. commando
1: it is not. No. Way. Oh, I was like, no way did he get that from this far out. Okay. It's pixelating a little bit more, getting a little closer. Got about uh, uh,
0: Tough. There's no legends banner.
1: 40 pixels on here th- thus far. Okay. A picture starting to take shape. Night Errant. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's one for Jared. Okay. Remind me after okay. the show to tell you about my illicit copy of Night Errant. Your illicit copy. I have an illicit have copy. Have you got a hotback. <laughs> are you stealing from John Jackson Miller? He's a friend of the Absolutely show. Absolutely not, friend of the show. I always uh, more than happy not only to support him, but to convince other people to support him. Yes, but I do all have a. I do have a fun edition of this. Nice. Okay. All right. Let's see. We'll do another easy one. If that was easy, I think we're in trouble. Yeah, you are. I try mm. to make these hard. A red and a blue. It's a light red and a light blue, which makes me think dark tide. Um, these are pseudo legends. Oh they're, no, pseudo legends. They're they're legends, but they're at that that they're at the end of legends. Okay, uh, well that oh, gives it away. It it's Lord, razor's Lords edge. Of oh, it's what? It's razor's edge. Nope. Okay. Honor among thieves. I hope this actually isn't canon. I'm pretty sure they're classified as legends. <laughs> Lord, Lords of the Sith. What are you nope. doing to me? What are you doing to me? Okay. How many wrong guesses do we get? Because we've already given like five. <laughs> Just keep going. Ahsoka? Uh, hmm.
0: It's. Oh, coming. this is the Wrath of Darth Maul. There it ah, is. Okay, we're one to one. Ryder Wyndham, one of the yeah, biographies. Yeah. Yes, definitely That's, legends. Definitely legends,
1: yeah. I. I Although would it does to,
0: tie in the Clone Wars, which is right. technically canon.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of like, ah, I think and by those, the era, it's, it's legends. Okay. Look at those so, beautiful teeth. One on to one. Man. Yep. I, this I is, love this book. It's great. This yeah. is fun uh, fact. One of the only books that I have ever DNF'd. I, I really I started really? it and, and couldn't finish. Not to Rider say that Winden? I won't. Man. Not, not to say that I won't finish it, but whatever. Yeah, I think the whole series
0: is, is excellent. All right. Here we go. Next one. <clears throat> no guesses? Wait, wait, no we, got,
1: we got nine squares
0: on the screen, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun being on this side, I'll say. I like the purples. I'm, so, I'm going to steal um Jared's last answer. I'm going to go Razor's Edge, not Razor's Edge. Okay, okay, okay. Mm, the
1: violet, a lot of blues. I'm tempted to look at my bookshelf, Revan. Oh, good guess, but not Revan. Okay. Oh, deceived. Why would that be it's a good just, guess? Fatal Alliance. <laughs> it's a. Oh, uh, it's Legacy of the Force. Uh, Exile. What is this one called? Dang it! What's it called? I'll wait. It's Legacy of the Forest. It's got Ben Solo on the cover. Ah! What is this thing? Ah, Fury. Oh, that is totally what's his name? Um, what's the actor? It's, it's Ben Skywalker. I think I said Ben Solo. It's you've, ben you've,
0: S- you've got to give Jared that one. He knew the cover.
1: It's Chris Pine. That's, that's <laughs> no, that. That's no. that picture. Is is Chris Pine? I'm not taking. I'm not taking credit. I didn't get it right. We'll give you a half point. I'll I'll take an asterisk for now. All right. <laughs> asterisk for Jared. Okay. Uh all right. How about this one? <clears throat> I love that we're keeping score with like special ran- characters. Randi- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jared has a gold star and three correct answers and a ladybug.
0: Just be glad Jose's not here scoring us.
1: Oh man. All right, I'm leaving there for a second. Yeah. This <clears throat> is Tales of uh Tails, this is Clone Wars Wild Space. Final answer? Or it's or it's no prisoners. It's one of the two. Oh, you
0: you're very good at Miss Garrett.
1: That's Let's two go. asterisk. Two and an <laughs> asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Shoot for right. that ladybug. Let's, Let's go. Let's see. I'm gonna go for uh yeah, okay, here we go. Hmm. Remember when? Remember when you said that Trev was going to win?
0: I guess I'm only, <laughs> up,
1: I'm only up one point in an asterisk, so I shouldn't smack talk. Right. I mean,
0: is, is that a? It's hard. It's a legends pan of that low down. Um, the yellow you know, does seem to move around a bit. We're getting
1: there. This one, I is this I one would of like
0: Junior Jedi Nightbooks.
1: It is not. I'm not gonna I give just it read any those. Hint. They're fantastic. Dang, I love those books. This is okay. I'm going to leave it there for a second because this was a hard one. But, um, I've never seen... I can't talk, talk, say too much. Um. um. Mm, yeah. I, my money's on Trevor getting this one because he's probably the only one that's seen this cover. What? Uh, what are you doing to me? Because, you want to hit? Is it guys? one of the
0: Brazilian covers? No, no, it's not Brazilian.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, the book is most Commonly known as a collection of these uh, stories, and so this is an individual story cover. Oh, it's an individual story cover. So it could be a short story from like the the Star Wars Insider. No, okay. no, nah, it's a little bit more mainstream than that. More mainstream. Uh, okay, it's a Lando book.
0: <laughs> How about oh, it's that a one? Lost Tribe of a Sith. Uh, I couldn't begin. It doesn't to get matter the name. which one I, you get. Pantheon,
1: that for
0: sure. yeah. Sentinel,
1: sentinel, <laughs> but close. I'll give oh, it to you. I'll give it to you. All those covers just are a Sith looking ominous over a city. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what is that? Two and two asterisk. Yeah. Yes, times am I right? All right, all right. Let's see. I was starting uh, a snack talk at the beginning of that one, and <laughs> now I'm regretting it. Oh man. Okay, we got to we got a dark green. Makes me think of Boba Fett. Uh, I could say bloodlines, bloodlines, bloodline, singular. (laughs) okay. Did I get it? It was close. Uh, I think Jerry got that one. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you you did. You did mess up your your plural. Yeah. So I'll never (laughs) get that right. Um, Uh, uh, Sadly, our buddy Sloth, Diligent Sloth, the regular chatter, just read this and didn't like it. But I love it. It's one of my favorites. Oh, man. No comment. But he's not a big Boba Fett fan. So, you know. That's kind of a big deal. He's also not a big Kieran Travis fan, and I also I, I like Karen Travis's
0: <laughs> books for the most part. All right, how about that one? Oh, it's a lot of red. Uh, Darth Maul Shadow Hunter. Ooh, good guess. Good right, guess. Darth the Maul date. Lockdown. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> he's gonna guess all the Maul books <laughs> because of the red.
1: I just, i yeah. My responses are more to the colors rather than the the, the proximity uh, I mean, to the title. The only
0: re- the reddest book I could think of is the Black Fleet Crisis. Okay, Ooh, that had a really red cover. No, Unless it could be Rebel Dawn.
1: Getting warmer, but no. The red and blue reminds me of the Dark Tide duology, and I know I've said that several times. <laughs> okay, it's coming into focus. Okay, uh, I got it. It's Han Solo and the one of them. Han Solo and Han Solo's Revenge. It could be the Paradise Snare, but I think it's Han Solo's Revenge.
0: I think it's Star's End. There it is.
1: Dang so, too
0: slow. Too, too slow there. Yep.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to give that one to Trevor. Just to keep it interesting. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, uh, all right. I don't have any idea what the score is. I said the gonna... other two. <laughs> <laughs> all he did was guess the third of the three that I hadn't mentioned yet. You mean the correct one? <laughs> uh, Shout out to Blue Max and Bollocks. Uh, sorry, Trev. Uh, got a got a British man here on the show, so I didn't mean to swear <laughs> in your language. <laughs> All right, how about this one? A Welshman. Excuse me. This Hell. is really, really ambiguous at this point. A lot of purples. This is gonna be a hard Kenobi? one. Kenobi. No, he says harder one, and you guess Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking of a Brang's. So this could be this could be <clears throat> this could be the dark horse comic if he said harder one. Uh, it could be a Dark Empire cover. You are uh, correct that it's, it's Dark Horse. There's purple. That's all I'm going to give you. Okay, there's Dark Horse. That could only be like a thousand titles. Thanks right? For the... yes. yeah. yeah, But Which it narrows it down. Maybe two thousand. So right up in the top of the yellow, that says Star Wars. I'm guessing that. <coughs> I definitely not yeah. get any points for that.
0: But is there kay. anything else that it says? Probably. I'm going to go with <laughs> Star Wars Republic.
1: Uh no. I'm going to say it's a legacy comic. Oh wait, oh, it's uh, Clone Wars of some sort. Shipyards of Doom? No. Nope. It's a Clone Wars comic. Um Yeah, it's one of the digest novellas, I think. I've not read any of these. Zero. A big fat zero.
0: <laughs> I mean, I could name them. Yeah, all right, see if one of them one of them matches <laughs> uh Crash Course Wind Ra- Raiders of Talaran. Uh I've never heard of Maybe any of this. I can't name all of them. Is this
1: one of the ones with the chiss Jedi?
0: Because uh, no, those yes, are he was in one of them called Strange Allies. But uh, he was also in like the junior books.
1: Yeah, yeah, the junior books. Those are what I'm thinking of. Um, all right, Rick, I'm pulling the plug. All what right, the, the Jedi meet the, Oh, of That's a single Zagaria. issue. Ooh, huh? That's yeah. right. <laughs> I told cut. you I was Dark Horse. He messaged yeah. me last night and said, "How hard should I make these?" <laughs> and I said, "I said, go big." All right, I'm going to award Trevor an asterisk on this one. Um, okay. So I'll allow uh, it. I think that's three asterisks to two asterisks, something like that. So that's right. Oh man. Um, I got like uh, three more in me and I'm gonna have to call it. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, that's probably about how many I've left anyway. Good. Um, I can't remember which ones we've done. So I've got a guy from church who's out, just showed up to help me cut down some trees and I can hear him running the chainsaw and you know, I nice. gotta, I gotta make myself useful. Yeah. All right. We got, we got some, we got some dark teals and, Violet. The Violet's gone. Scratch the Violet.
0: I'm going to go with Plagueis, but I think that's too easy.
1: Not Plagueis. Outbound Flight. Nope. The Approaching Storm. I don't recall seeing this cover uh, Dang it, for, for this title. Doesn't recall seeing this cover, so it's got to be a book with multiple covers. The Han Solo books had multiple covers. Uh, the Young Jedi Knights have multiple covers. Kind of. Um, <clears throat> I'm thinking there's a clone helmet there. The T, I see the T visor. Mm. So I'm thinking uh, the Clone Wars novelization.
0: Um, you're getting warmer, but no. Okay, okay. Uh, Republic Commando, hard contact. Warmer, but no. Ah,
1: ah, ah. Republic. Oh, it's the book that was never published, the second Imperial Commando book.
0: I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, I mean okay. it's definitely Republic Command unless it's Imperial Commander 501st.
1: There's it's definitely a Clone Wars book. So the only yeah. other options would be triple zero true colors. Oh, or, or 66. sixty. Can I say house
0: contact? Yeah.
1: Yeah. There, there it is. is it? I, I don't know that I can accept the full point. I'll take an asterisk there. All right, double asterisk and three. Okay. <laughs> or two. I forget what your score is. This is like I got the T visor. Anyway. I got the yeah, T visor. That was impressive. That was impressive. Okay, let's see. Um, let's go. That's a gorgeous to... cover. Why,
0: why have I never seen this cover before? Yeah, I thought <laughs> Jared, is, Jared is clearly far more visual than me.
1: Hey, that's okay.
0: What's funny is Trevor. Uh,
1: uh, Freddie is. Freddie's big into art, and yet I I beat him here. I, I think I, I was just quicker on the draw. Okay, we got some got some orange, some brown, a little bit of grey, some nude color there. I'm gonna go with Kenobi again. Nope. Uh see the orange. Let's see what you mean with the orange. Could be Darth, Bane, Rule of Two. Uh that PlayStation One. That cover. amazing cover. <laughs> uh okay, now we've got an olive square that's popped up. You've got all you need right there. All we need? There's like ten squares on the screen. It's um a classic. Is it Teresa Bicura? No, 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 no. It's a classic, he says. There's I mean, orange... uh, <clears throat> it's, it's you know maybe B tier, but it's 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 a it's one I've read. So, Dark Lord: The Rise of Darth Vader. Nope. Um, this is a Jedi Academy Dark Apprentice. Close. Dang it! I thought I had it. Okay, I was already celebrating. <laughs> um, <laughs> Champions of the Force. There it is.
0: Yes. Nicely done. I love it. Right. I'm, I'm gonna have covers. to throw my towel in, I think, and <laughs> concede to Jared. Oh,
1: Again, yeah, one more.
0: Let's see what it is. Let's see
1: what it is. One last one last round, Trevor. Rally. I've seen you rally. You can rally. All right. This will be uh winner takes all. Sound good? Sounds good. <laughs> unless nice he unless it. I lose, in which case he already conceded. <laughs> oh, it's just all yellow. I Jedi. Nope. Think we already did that one last last time? Yoda Dark rendezvous. No, nope. I love that he sees green. He guesses Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's filling in some some
0: olive yellow a red. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of green. Old Republic Fatal Alliance.
1: No, I'm pretty sure somebody has already guessed this book. True Colors, <clears throat> Republic Commando. True Colors. No, winner Triple, take uh, all. Dothmore Shadow Shadowhunter. No. Ooh. Books you have already guessed. Now, uh. Dark Tide duology, guessing it for the third time.
0: No, Trevor, keep going. Uh. Uh, Darth Vault Lockdown. Keep going, Trevor. <laughs> Darth Vault Saboteur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that's a short story <laughs> as well. <laughs> Not even a real book.
1: <laughs> but that is a real victory. Oh, this, I was rooting this.
0: for you, Trev. Beaten by game. a short story. How am I ever going to live that day? <laughs> yeah,
1: this has been great. I have really enjoyed this. Thank you for helping us dig through Trevor's file of fun. Uh, before we dismiss, uh, Trevor, tell us what is up next on the Star Wars Archives. You mentioned something at the top of the show um, So we have about our Force next,
0: ghosts. Uh, the next episode will be Force ghosts or fake ghosts. Uh, we've also recorded one where... I tried to guess the winner of the Utini March book madness. Oh, fine. So we went through every bracket. I decided the winner worked my way down each heat till we got to the end. Uh, I already know, but I've got a few wrong because we're a few days in <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, you know, Jose will choose some madness. I'll choose some lessers of hopefully landing a very, very exciting author interview to be recorded in the next yeah. month or so. Cool. So we'll see. Yeah, those interviews have
1: been really fun lately, really spotlights people who did a little bit for Star Wars, and then it hasn't like been their life since then. And so this gives yeah. a really good avenue to just talk
0: about this one little moment where they got to write a Star Wars thing. And uh, we get to shine a light on some of these lesser known works as well, hopefully get people to go hunting them down in the dark corners of the Internet. I love that. Speaking of the dark quarters, the internet, uh, if you want to join us
1: for our next round table here on legends, look back, we are going to be covering tales of the Jedi. So good luck finding that audio drama, uh, Mm. join the hop in the discord. If you want to chat about those, we're going to do a couple, maybe three episodes, making sure we can really sink into some great stories. Some of some of my very favorites, um, ever published in the history of star Wars storytelling. Well, that does it for this week. Thank you, Trevor, for joining us. It has been a pleasure, my friend. You're very, very welcome. Thank you for joining us here for Legends Look Back. Thanks to our incredible patrons for your support. Uh, A special thank you to Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Carl Sander, and Zach W. On our Jedi High Council, as well as James T. Ashley Ingalls, and Chris Carrizo on our Alliance High Command. Thank you for your amazing support. Remember to sub to the channel and leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. And also, if you'd like your thoughts right on the show, our contact information can be found down in the description below. We're also on Twitter at Legends Look Back. Remember to keep the Utini fan code, everybody, and be a force for positivity in the fandom. We'll be back soon with another episode.
0: This is a Utini broadcast.